Welcome to A Love Like This. I'm Abby, I'm Paige, and we're so glad that you're here. We all face problems, both big and small, but having faith shines a whole new light on finding the right solutions. As we sit down each week with some incredible guests, our hope is that you would be encouraged to take heart in the troubles of the world and to put faith over everything. This episode of A Love Like This is brought to you by Stonebreaker Lawyers. Stonebreaker Lawyers is a Christian law firm specializing in commercial and business law, wills and estate planning, and property contracting. If you're looking to purchase or sell a property, need a contract drafted, or just need a trusted legal advisor that shares similar faith values to you, visit stonebreakerlawyers.com.au. That's stone, B-R-A-K-E-R, lawyers.com.au. Hey guys, we are so excited to be back this week with a short, sweet episode about God's good plans. So through this conversation, we pulled apart some things that may indicate that you're not living out God's purpose for you. So things like you're blatantly living in sin, you lack joy and excitement, you don't feel much fulfillment in life, you may feel stuck and you have no direction. You know, when things don't go our way or turn out the way we want, it can feel that Jeremiah 29 11 is not a truth that is reality, which is the way it's supposed to be in my opinion. Things sometimes don't go the way we want, but will always be better because it goes God's way. We spoke about ways to regain your purpose and good places to start. Things like go to God in prayer, dig into God's word, determine your gifts and strengths, determine your passions, In the end, trust God and there is purpose in a Christ-centered perspective. So we hope that this episode encourages your heart in some way this week and in your day and enjoy. Welcome back everybody to A Love Like This podcast. It has been so long since it's just been Paige and I sitting down chatting to you guys and talking with one another. So it feels good to be back. It does. And exciting news, guys. We actually hit 10,000 downloads. Yeah, which is crazy. And we feel really grateful and lucky. And I think that this all ties in with the purpose of this episode. Something that's short and sweet, but we hope is an encouragement to your day and your week. So today we're going to be talking about God's good plans for your life. And now a funny story about this is when Paige and I first became Christians, this was the first Bible verse that we ever learnt. It was Jeremiah 29, 11 for everybody who doesn't know it. It is, for I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. And now we love this verse so much. And it's so funny. I feel like this page, I don't know if you get this vibe as well, but um, we learned that verse five years ago around this time and it was at school. And at the time, our careers advisor was telling us to close our eyes and imagine what our lives would look like five years from that day. And I remember being in the science room, looking down and thinking, I have no idea what I'm going to be doing in five years. Like I'm going to be 20. That was so old for me like then. (laughs) Now that I'm 20, it's pretty wild to think about, but never in my life would I thought I'd be doing what I'm doing now. And personally in mine and Paige's life, um, we've just seen God's faithfulness and God's goodness kind of pan out right before us, even though there have been moments where we felt really discouraged bit off track, but I think that a lot of us who want to know God's plan for our lives can sometimes find it difficult when we're in the seasons of life where we're questioning 
What is our purpose? Why do I feel meaningless? Why do I feel stuck? Why am I not excited to get out of bed in the morning? Trust me, we've all been there. And I'm sure this conversation will encourage mine and Paige's hearts as well because we need this sometimes as well. But so we just wrote out a couple questions and we'd love to just encourage you guys to really just meditate on Jeremiah 29 11 this week um, in any way that you can and just really step back and think about what, you know, maybe what is God's plan for my life? Ask Him to show you a vision of what, um, you know, your calling could be or really listen in and tune into the nudges and your heart's true desires to really listen into what your calling is. And I think something that I love so much is, I can't remember who said it, typically your calling um, is when you're doing something that you love and whatever you're doing is making you feel closest to Jesus. So for me, it's like when I'm with young girls or when I'm, you know, dreaming about this kind of thing, which I, I won't share because there's so much, but those things make me feel really close to Jesus and make me feel like I'm living best like him that I can. So I think that's an important place to start as well. But Paige, I want to start off with this question. Um, how do we know that God has good plans? Well, I mean, my head just went straight straight away to Jeremiah 29, 11. Like I think God is, he makes so many promises that are so difficult for the human mind to comprehend and almost like, pff, yeah, like, yeah, cute. Like he has good plans, but like the legit reality of God is that he does have good plans for you. Um, and I would just say, yeah, like know that, know that verse, like meditate. I've carried that verse with me for five years. And it wasn't until like when you wake up in the morning, you're not like, oh, I'm living out God's plan, but you actually are like, it's a, all a part of his good plan for your life. And I, I think like five years later, looking back now, I can honestly say, wow, that's so, so true. And I'm going to meditate on that verse for the rest of my life. Yeah, I think we can know God has good plans because he says that he has he good plans. Yeah. So I want to mention, and Paige and I talk about these um, signs that for people who might not be like living in God's purpose, I think typically signs can come up and me and Paige definitely have had experience where we'd sit in the car and we'd be driving and be like, why don't I feel so like motivated today? And then we kind of pull apart like what the things, what we're feeling and then it kind of just aligns with those things. So one of them is... Um, you're blatantly like living in sin. And I know that sounds like like really Christianese and like you're sitting by, it honestly could be like you're scrolling on Instagram for too long and it's the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning instead of spending time with him. Or it yeah. could be that you're, I don't know, thinking badly about somebody else. Yeah, so it's, and it, it does, I do think that it does sound pretty Christianese when you say you're blatantly living in sin. Um, but honestly, like sin is just missing the mark. Like it's the thing that separates us from God. And every time I find myself on Instagram for too long, that's a sin or wasting my time being lazy. That's a sin or thinking badly or gossiping or talking badly or all of the things. I genuinely feel a little bit disconnected to God when I have those moments. So that could be a sign that, um, is a reason why you don't feel like you're living out your true purpose with God. Um, another one is that you lack joy and excitement. And this is something that, um, you know, is no secret that you may be facing right now or Paige and I have faced, you know, several times in the past, even sometimes now in this season. Um, but I think that knowing that you're not living out God's purpose for you right now um, is sometimes a pretty difficult thing to comprehend. But I think when we establish in our hearts that God wants us to rejoice and be glad in the day. I think a good sign that we're not doing that is when we wake up with um, apathy or we're like total bored or, you know, we're totally bored or we just dread the day. And it's because we're probably not doing what we're meant to be doing. Um, and I think that 
it's a really good thing to note that like God has um, created us uniquely and he has really good um, things planned for us. And I think one of those good things is that the fruit of the spirit is joy. Like it says in Galatians 5.22 that, yeah, there will be difficult things that we encounter, but joy is a fruit. It's It's a produce of what comes from when we abide in him. And I think that when we lack joy and excitement, probably is because we're not living abiding in in Christ and when we do that it that is his purpose for us and yeah yeah I love the message version of that verse and it says when you what is it again when you live God's way he brings gifts into your lives things like exuberance about life um gentleness for others compassion I'm like so true that is so yeah, and I, I love in John Piper's book, Desiring God, it says the pursuit of joy in God is not optional. It's not an extra that a person might grow into after he comes to faith. So I do think that that's important. Joy is a, you know, happiness is a feeling, but joy is a true fruit from from God and it, and it does come from eternal place. So mm-hmm. um, lacking joy and excitement can be a sign as well that you're not um, – fully living out God's purpose for you. Another one is that you don't feel much fulfillment. I think in today's day and age, we are constantly looking for things to fulfill us, um, things other than God. And I've been reading a book lately by Ben Stewart, and this is in the relationship context, but I guess we can put it in this context as well, is that when we place um, God-sized needs um, on human beings or on other things that we'd want to fulfill us, it will never fulfill us the way God can. So, um, I think that fulfillment comes from doing rewarding and meaningful and purposeful things, Um, you know, from a job that might tap into your skills and passions or from a relationship that involves giving and receiving and from from hobbies that are invigorating instead of like just mind numbing and, you know, just doing nothing. Um, And look, I mean, we are human. So every day we're going to probably face things that are going to be boring or unfulfilling and that your day's you know, probably gray, but maybe something has to change. Maybe you have to say no to something or quit a job or do something else. Like really, really tune in to the whispers and the heart desires to bring you fulfillment. Or sometimes God will tell you to stay as well. Yeah, I know. helps you remain obedient. Yeah, but I, I do think that doing purposeful work and doing the, you know, living the life that God has purpose and designed for you is that it is fulfilling. And so if you're not feeling fulfillment, that's probably a good sign that you're not living that out. Um, Another one is that you feel stuck. Ooh, Paige and I have been there before. (laughs) Feeling stuck is no, um, it's no good feeling. I know for, for like us Aussies, it's like, we just come out of COVID and it's kind of this weird transition where it's like some people have freedom, other people don't. It's just really like a real weird time. Um, And I think a lot of people are finding that they feel really stuck and that they desperately want to change, but they also feel really stuck. And, um, I do think that that is a very, very um, explicit sign that you're not walking according to God's purpose. So those who who are stuck want to go in a particular um, direction, but they don't know how to get there. And so they're constantly like spinning, spinning in wheels or feeling endlessly frustrated or confused and unsure and um, feeling trapped and almost like claustrophobic as if this season of life hasn't ended or something is supposed to happen or I want, you know, Mia calls it spice in your life. Like you want a little bit of fun or excitement and and you just can't because you do feel stuck. I think that that's another sign that it's not, um, you know, in God's will for you to feel stuck. He, there's absolute freedom when we're living in Christ and if we're feeling stuck, then that's not that. Um, and the last thing, I think we've done five, yeah, the last thing, um, for a sign that you might not be living out God's good plan is that um, 
you don't know God's purpose for your life. It's like you're constantly feeling aimless. You feel as though like you're wandering from thing to thing, um, you know, and without any kind of forward progress, like nothing's really progressing in your life and nothing, you know, excites you or you, or you don't have any specific goals that you're working um, towards. And I think about, um, you know, like the Israelites who wandered in the wilderness for like 40 years. Sometimes it can feel like we're wandering in the wilderness for what feels like 40 years. Mm-hmm. Um, even though the Israelites did have the promised land, they had the goal and they knew where they were going. They just got, you know, they were wandering along the way. But we as humans don't even put goals in front of us, um, which I do think that, of course, God gives us goals that we should work towards. So having no direction is definitely um, not, not you know, a, a good, you know, not aligning with yeah. God's good plan because I do think that he wants us to have direction in life. Sorry to interrupt this incredible conversation, but we just wanted to take a quick moment to thank the sponsor of this episode, Stonebreaker Lawyers. Headed by Jonathan Stonebreaker, Stonebreaker Lawyers offers a variety of affordable legal and property contracting services founded on strong Christian values. For our younger listeners, purchasing or selling a property can be an absolute minefield. Having someone you can trust and with the right knowledge, particularly when it comes to contracts, is so important. For our older listeners, it might be time to sit down and revisit your wills and estate plans. Having someone who shares similar faith values to you can make a world of difference when it comes to legal matters, particularly those that involve family, small businesses, charities and churches. We've seen firsthand the care, compassion and competence that John and his team put into all of their client interactions. If you'd like to learn more, visit stonebreakerlawyers.com.au. That's stonebreakerlawyers.com.au. Enjoy the rest of this amazing episode. Yeah, 100%. Along with that, I also feel like we need confidence in the Lord, like confidence that His Word is true. And I just think about Jeremiah 29, 11, and when He says, for I know, like I know the plans I have for you. Um, and I feel like in my personal life, when I'm not spending time in His presence and I'm not spending time in His Word, I do my own stuff and I'm like, how can this possibly be? God's plan for my life. Wait, it's not because I'm not following Him. I'm not listening to His voice and the Spirit. Um, and so the importance of spending time with Him is really important. Yeah, that's so good. <laughs> yeah, that's really true. So um, sometimes, Paige, it can be really difficult when we, okay, so like just practically speaking, we've established some things that may be some key signs that, all right, you know, these, these are things that I'm feeling. I feel stuck. I feel like I have no direction. I don't know what my purpose is anymore. I feel confused. I'm walking aimlessly. Like these are usual um, key pointers that, you know, we're not living day to day in the purpose that God has for us. Um, but sometimes those things are just, you know, we're not in control of those things sometimes. Sometimes some really, um, you know, bad situations happen to us and life throws us a curveball and all of a sudden we're in this we're in this place that these feelings are just coming upon us, right? Um, so how can we trust God when things don't go the way that we want? And I think that this is something that is really difficult to do sometimes because we want things to happen the way we want them to happen. In my own life within the past two months, so much has happened where I've been like, hang on a minute, that's not what I had planned. That's not how I thought that was going to pan out. That ended really quickly. I think when it comes to trusting in God, it's coming to the realization that you can't do everything and that you don't know everything. Um, and I just think of the Bible verse about, oh, I don't know where it is, but it talks about how um, like we shouldn't lean on our own understanding, but I never really trust in Him. 
And so, yeah, I think it's shifting yourself from being like, I actually can't do this. I don't know the answers to this. I don't know why I'm here. I don't know what I'm doing, all that stuff. It's not about leaning on your own understanding. It's leaning on the trust that you have in him. Yeah, and we do say this all the time. I think we've used the analogy before. It's like when you're leading someone who has a blindfold on, it's like you're putting all their trust. So you're leaning on somebody to, to help you walk, I don't know, through an obstacle. Um, you were trusting that person. It's like that story in the Bible about, you know, when Jesus walked on water and he called the disciple out on the water to walk with him. And I can imagine that that first initial feeling would have been really scary to step out and to be in to you know to be sitting in an uncontrollable situation um and then to just have to let go and put your trust in God and we do talk about that all the time but particularly when things don't go our way i think that something that we always have to remind ourselves is that God has good plans for this sometimes rejection equals like redirection i was talking to a friend the other day i'm like you may be fearful of rejection but it honestly can sometimes be the biggest blessing because it is redirection like even for us page we have we had countless amount of like rejections in our story in our season, but every single time we look back in retrospect, and obviously in the moment it probably feels really crappy, but um, you know the beauty of retrospect is that we can look back and say, wow, like God was in those moments when things didn't go my way, they turned out way better than what I yeah. wanted them to. It's the whole notion that like God, and I want to remind every listener of this, and I remind myself of this every single day, but. God is always doing things for your good and for his glory. So when, if he, okay, so he says he has good plans for us, right? And then something really cool happens. For example, what's happened to us in this recent week. We can look back and be like, God, you're so good. That's giving him glory. So everything that he's doing in your life, whether bad or good, is going to be for your good and for his glory. Yeah. So, and I love this um, next point as well, is what can we do in the process of his unraveling, unraveling? Unraveling. That's a word now, everyone. We had disminished last week and now it's unraveling this week. No. How do we do what do we do in the process of his unraveling plan? I don't want to be the person who just sits back and lets everything happen in in that's not how God works either. So it's kind of cool that we've established some signs that may feel like we're not living out our days, um, living out God's good plans. So I feel like we've come up with some really practical ways in which you feel like you can sort of like regain your purpose and discover God's purpose for your life and his good plans. So the first one is go to God in prayer. Now this is obvious, but um, in James 1, 5, it says, if any of you lack, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who genuinely gives without reproach and it will be given to him. So I think that's really good news is that God wants to give you a purpose. He wants to bestow divine wisdom upon you and it's not like God is holding anything from you is that he wants to release all of the blessings that he has planned for your life over you um but sometimes those desires and those wants need it to come from a place of prayer to ask God what are they in the first place and ask him you know to show you and he'll freely give it just like what the bible says 100% or if you're lacking trust or if you're like God I'm so confused how can this possibly be a good plan for my life like I'm so confused because you're confused, you know, if you're not trusting, um, pray, like what I just said, pray about it. Like, God, I need to trust you more. Help. Yeah, that's true. Because going to God in prayer is that he desires for you to have that abundant, that joyful, ambitious He wants life. you to experience the fullness of him. Yeah. And so ask God for purpose and expect him to give to you. All right. The next one is to dig into God's 
word. Now, this is like a major one to, you can't like, I get it. Like you want to go in prayer and you ask God, God revealed to me what your purpose is for my life. But then what do you do? It's like, I haven't gotten exactly like a physical vision or God hasn't showed up in my dreams or anything like that. But um, the main part in which God can talk back to us is through the Bible. And so um, I think that digging into scripture is that, you know, you won't particularly find any verses that will say, you're a teacher or become a dancing instructor or a painter. Um, But reading the word of God grounds us in his character and we'll begin to understand the heart of who he is. And Psalm 119, which me and Paige absolutely love, Psalm 119 says, your word is the lamp to my feet and a light to my path. And so God's word brings light to paths that otherwise seem dark. And so in the Bible, when we read it, we can learn to wisely live in the world. We can, we know, we have wisdom and we have vision, direction um, as to who God is. And then I think from that place too, Paige, when we get into the Word of God, it means that it's like our first stepping stone into what our purpose really is, is getting back to who God is. Because initially, like, I think um, it was in an episode I was listening to today and it was on Sadie's podcast and somebody asked her, what's the best piece of advice you've received? Anyway, the guest said something along the lines of, you know, my purpose is not in what I do, but it's in who I am. And getting to God's word is that first place where we can actually establish that regardless of, you know, God's good plan for our lives, he does have a purpose and a plan um, in terms of like our career and our calling and our dreams and our desires. But I think that first and foremost, like God's good plan for our lives is to just be his. More more of it than everything else is that he just wants, you know, us to be his and for us to recognize that and um yeah it's in the heart it really is knowing it in in your heart what were you gonna say she's doing a hand action to me I'm like do you want me to finish the sentence or yeah he does he wants our hearts first and foremost and finding um the heart of him starts in the word of God so that's a really good one yeah And, and I think also too on this topic of God's plan when you read like the old testament and the new testament you see God's plan throughout history and his faithfulness through it all um and it's just more evident that like how good God is. Yeah, I love um I love this next practical one is determine your gifts and your strengths. Some people are wired really differently to one another. Like for me, I you know God has given each and every one of us specific gifts, specific talents, specific um abilities. Some, something one thing I will say as well um to kind of understand God's plan for your life is it's saying yes to things in obedience, but also getting uncom like finding discomfort. Finding comfort in discomfort. And I think like saying yes to opportunities that come your way. For example, like a few years ago, I got asked to preach at chapel, like in high school. And I could have said no to that. But I'm so glad I said yes to it because I was like, I feel like I'm made to do this. I love to do it. It was the best day of my entire life. And imagine if I said no to that, I wouldn't yeah. have been able to experience it. And, and it was in that that you discovered a new gift and a new strength that you didn't think that oh, you had. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, we're each, like, I'm not, I don't think I'm wired to preach. Like, I love it. Like, I love speaking on a microphone. Like, it's fun, but I don't have that, I guess, burning passion for it. You know, my passion lies other, you know, in else places, like, other places. I'm not a mathematician. Definitely not. I'm not Mm. a athlete. Definitely not. But everybody's wired differently. God, and literally what we're talking about with Brynn, God will use anyone, anywhere, anytime. No matter where you are right now. That's so true. And I think determining your gifts and strength is a really is another good place to start to see to regain your purpose. Like what what is my purpose? You were wired with um 
that strength and that gift for a reason. Um, okay, the last one is to bring others in. No, actually, no. This is how we're going to end this one. Okay, are we ready? It's in the end we're going to trust God and that there is purpose in a Christ-centered perspective. So trying to discover your life's purpose can sometimes be really stressful and overwhelming thing and we can really overthink it sometimes. Um, it can seem like a really like big and confusing subject and it's like we want to move forward but we're really not sure how that's going to happen and you want to find your purpose but you do feel like what we said before, you're just aimlessly wondering and you're feeling stuck. But um, you can trust God to lead you where he wants you to go. Psalm 23, page is tattoo, says, He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. So you may feel confused. You may feel confused, but God doesn't. God is never confused. Um, and it, there's a purpose in having a Christ-centered perspective is because we know that with whatever vocation of life that we're in, having Christ's perspective is no matter what it is that we're actually doing, um, it doesn't matter at the end of the day. It's that God's good plans will still unravel before us if we're just simply living with Him. So, all right. So that was a real short, sweet episode, guys. But we hope that somehow that encouraged your week um, just through conversations that I've had with friends this week. I feel like that really could speak to somebody's heart. Um, you know, pulling these apart and having time to reflect on these things really opened my eyes to see new things and really softened my heart to really see how Jeremiah 29 11 can actually become a practical thing in our lives and how we can on a daily basis reflect on it. Um, Hang up Jeremiah 29 11 in your room. <laughs> Write it down in your hand. Jeremiah 29 11 is literally my favorite verse in scripture and I live by it every single day and hope that I can just be reminded of its truth. Well, you guys, we hope that you liked this episode. Don't forget to subscribe and become a part of our ALLT community. Jeremiah 29 11 is such a beautiful truth that we need to remind ourselves of every single day. Remember this week, if you are feeling confused, sad or purposeless, go to God in prayer, dig into his word, determine your gifts and strengths, determine your passions. In the end, trust God and know that there is purpose in a Christ-centered perspective. We hope this encouraged your heart in some way. We hope that you guys have the best week ever and we'll see you guys next week.